0: happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Okay. Seriously though. Hey friends, Jacqueline here. And my birthday is coming up this week and to celebrate it this week, we will be sharing a list of my favorite things on social. So make sure to follow us over at the product boss on Instagram. You can also follow the product boss podcast on Facebook, TikTok. Yes, the kids are on TikTok these days. And my favorite things are going to range from things like books I'm reading to my go-to nighttime routine, how I manage meals, being a busy business owner and mom, and so much more. And we want to give you something in return. So for everyone who opts in to my favorite things, right? So we're going to give a really easy way that you're going to get a download of my favorite things. You'll be entered into a giveaway to win a product boss branded gift box. So if you want a gift from me for your, for my birthday, for you head to the product com slash favorite things to be entered in the running to win. Also a little secret between you and me, we'll also be opening the doors to multi-stream machine at the end of the week for a super short time, because a lot of you sent us messages on the daily, when are doors opening again, when are doors opening again? So instead of waiting until the fall, which is when the official doors are going to open again, we are going to open them up for a couple of days this weekend to celebrate you growing your business, right? So at the end of the week, and if you purchase it, you'll also be entered into the running to get a refund on multi-stream machine and get the course hundred percent free. Okay. Let me say that again. When you sign up, And if you decide to jump into Multi-Stream Machine, when we have these quick open and closed doors for my birthday this weekend, we're actually going to be picking one lucky winner, one student who has decided to sign up, take the leap and join Multi-Stream Machine. We will actually be picking a name out of a virtual hat and then giving you a full refund on Multi-Stream Machine where you get to keep it forever and get all of the amazing, amazing trainings that are inside of it that are really going to catapult your business forward. If you sign up this weekend, you may get it for free. All right. So we'll see you over there. Head to theproductboss.com slash favorite things. Happy birthday to me and happy birthday to you.
1: Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies.
0: Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kulositap, an Amazon
1: guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business.
0: In today's episode, we are re-airing one of our favorite episodes. If you're new here, then welcome. We're so excited for you to listen to one of our most popular episodes ever for the first time. And if you're a longtime listener, we still encourage you to tune in and listen. You never know what new lessons and aha moments may stand out to you now that didn't before. All right, let's dive in. Hi, everybody. And welcome back to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my inspiring co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today we are really excited to have this really special episode for you guys. We get a ton of questions from our community and from our students on how to get more email subscribers for a product-based business. And today, we are going to dig into some tips and tricks to build your list and get more email subscribers.
1: Yes, your wishes have been granted. Jacqueline has been hounding me like a crazy person to do this episode. (laughs) Um, Since we do have a really popular episode, it's called um, The Three Emails Every Product-Based Business Should Have. And I'll link that in the show notes. But since then, she's been really wanting to talk about email. So you guys are in luck today. Right.
0: But first, I want to thank all of you that have left us a review on iTunes. This helps our podcast become more discoverable and reach more people that need help and will benefit from the information that we share here. So thank you to all of you that have left a review. And I'd also like to thank Libra Style TV who left this incredible review. It says, I sit at my desk five days a week, binging you ladies all day. You are my music. I always have my notebook and planner open and ready to take notes. The message and the guests that you have give me so much motivation and inspiration. I know without a doubt that when I get to walk out of that building for good, a huge part of it will be attributed to everything that I have learned through
1: you ladies. Thank you. Well, thank you, Libra Style TV. What? What? a beautiful and incredible review for us. I mean, I can't even imagine that we would have that much impact. um, And it just makes us feel so humbled and honored and all the things. So thank you for leaving that for us. And if you're listening to this episode,
0: um TV, go ahead and DM us at The Product Boss. We would love to hear from you and thank you on there. And for any of you that have been thinking of leaving us a positive review, it will really help us and let us know who you are. We'd love to shout you out if you want to hear your name on the podcast. But past that, let's dive into how to get more email
1: subscribers for your product-based business. Yeah. Um, like I said, Jacqueline's been hounding me to talk about this topic. She's been loving chatting about email, talking about email, different types of emails, segmenting email. I mean, you know, you like, know why? <laughs> Do
0: you because know people have been
1: asking us. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> well, people have been asking us, but we also created this really special product in a year of content. So we have a yearofcontent.com and where we've helped everybody come up with content to send to their email, um, to their email list or to use on social media. So if you haven't downloaded that already, head over to a yearofcontent.com. But that's because I've been leaning so hard into emails and the types of emails that product-based businesses need. And as much as I've been kind of sharing that with our students and sharing that with our community, the other follow-up to that is like, that's all well and good, Jacqueline. But what if I don't have a list? Or what if my list is small? Or how do I grow my list? And that's why I've been hounding you.
1: Yes, and you know what? Um, for good reason, because everybody should be thinking about their email list. It's something that's so you know, like we get that question all the time. Like, what should be my um, key performance indicators or my KPIs? Your email should should be in there because it's so important as small businesses that we in every checklist that we do, whether it be um, marketing or public relations or or getting onto other people's platforms, we should you know that little checklist of how do I get people's emails should be considered in every single one of those actions.
0: Absolutely. So if you guys are ready to dive in, let's talk about those tips and places in which you can build your email subscribers. So first place, which is usually sometimes the easiest for some of you, is in person, right?
1: Yeah. Super important because we get that question all the time from people who are doing trade shows or going to local farmer's markets or gift marts. Um, should What should I be doing to prepare? And this is a big one. Figure mm-hmm. out how you're going to capture emails. Now don't get caught
0: up in the way you're going to capture the emails, right? We had one of our students tell us that she used like a text me to join my email list. Not a ton of people did it. It was too many action steps. So our number one advice to her was like, take a a pen, some paper, maybe pre-printed with join our email list um, with like a place for name and email and hand them that pen and a clipboard or whatever they do and have them just write down their email list, our email addresses. I have even had pushback from one of my clients that are like, well, what if I can't read their email address? That's okay. Like let's just, it's easier for people to go pen to paper than to even sometimes type on an iPad or, or text you. Let's just make it super simple for them.
1: Yeah. People don't love the iPad. Because it's just like when you go to the doctor's office and you're like, oh, this is going to take 15 minutes. You know, I really feel that way too. (laughs) It is true. I just had to do this the other day. And even when I had to do a spa check in, I was like, oh, this iPad again, you know. (laughs) Um, So it is where it's just easier. Um, I would say that if you have trouble reading their email, you can totally just ask them, right? Or say, um, I have it written, please print clearly or something.
0: Right. So one of our, actually several of our masterminders right now and students um, in our groups have asked this question. I mean, it really has come up a lot right now, maybe because we're in show season, but they've they've said, how do I prep for this trade show? And whether the trade show is business to business or business to consumer, one of the things we say is we'll have a way to capture their email addresses. And so one of our our students who's going to another trade show who had an amazing trade show with some of this advice we've given her said, well, what should I do different? And we're like, it was such a good trade show for you. Rinse, wash, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, Um, (laughs) whatever way it is, do the same thing. Don't, don't think, feel like you guys, when you go to these trade shows or whatever, that you have to change things up. So, you know, one of the things was somebody was like, well, I, I got 25 email subscribers. Well, that sounds like a lot or a little to some people. If some of you pay for ads, and you know 25 email subscribers is a lot of money. You could be paying $5 to $25 a person if you're paying for ads to get them on your list. Now, or the flip side of that is, is you have a few hundred people. If you get 25 new people, new subscribers that have actually physically seen your product and met you, they're way warmer of an audience to market to than random people off the internet that have found you and opted
1: in. Right, because they've already met you. Um, we've had people who do like farmers markets, and they get up to like like a hundred people, which is a lot. Because farmer market farmers markets booths aren't crazy expensive like these industry booths. You know, the industry and the um, like specific to business to business or business to consumer. You know, those giant ones that are like three, four, five, six, seven, ten thousand um, dollars, and they're still walking away with emails. So it, it's a great way to... like If you could just do it while you're there, it's a great way to just get those leads. I mean, that's worth every penny if you just walk away with no sales, but you get emails.
0: A hundred percent. Because for all of you that are just starting out, or maybe you're selling on a platform where you've never needed to have an email list, 25 people that you don't know are 25 more people for you to be in front of. And so that number, whatever it is, Again, like Nina said, the value of just meeting these people and capturing their email list or emails onto your email list is crucial. Now, the next question you might ask is, "Well, what carrot do I dangle to get them to sign up?" And there's a lot of different ways you can get people to sign up in person. So, one of the ways is that you can have a giveaway. Like you can have a, a special giveaway that you have there. Um. There's examples of people that have given away something that's really cool, like an electronic or something big that has nothing to do with their product or their business. And so people will opt in just because they want to win it, right? You're like, win a flat screen TV. If you give me your email address while I'm selling you kids' clothes, they, they're like, every one of their moms gonna try and win the flat screen TV. Now, the vice versa is if you're like, win this. Um, gift basket of a whole bunch of our products in your kid's size. And like you have it all rolled up and displayed. If you give us your your email address, that's one way. Or or enter to win a $100 gift card to our website um, to use. If you give us your email address, that's more relevant, right? Because if they like your product, they're going to give you their email address and they're already sort of warmed up or they're your your right customer.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're vetted, right? So you're probably not going to get like a whole, like a thousand terrible leads is not better than 10 good leads. You know what I mean? Like the flat screen TV, they might not even give a, you know, anything like they might not even care about your product. At least if you have something that aligns with your product or has to do with your business or a giveaway, you won't get as many people, but you'll get people who actually care.
0: Right. So what I want you guys to do is you think about that carrot. What are you dangling? So it could be. If you give us your email address, you can get a free sticker at at the show. You can get 5% off your order. If you tag us on Instagram, get 10% off your order. You know, you can give them these different things that they do to get a discount with you um, or to be entered to win, like a raffle of some sort. And so you want like a clear messaging or clear sign kind of next to where they're going to sign up, just in case you're busy with another customer and they walk up and they see this thing that's like enter to win. X, leave your email address. And then on there, say like, you're signing up for our email list by giving us your email address. Right. So I think that's a, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, they need some incentive, right? Gone are the days where it's like, hey, can you just put your email here and get nothing and you'll just get emails from us? Sign up for a newsletter, <laughs> you right. know? And see, and, and when people walk by or they're looking
0: at it, they're asking you a question, say, make sure to sign up for our email list. We're doing this amazing giveaway of this because also you're going to have all these flashing lights around it and a huge mm-hmm. display with signs and arrows pointing and they still won't see it.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: sometimes you have to visually or audibly tell them, make sure to sign up for that. Um, also, if there's any transactions happening, try and capture that email address too. Like, if you're doing it in person and someone's handing you cash or something, try and get their email address and say, you know, with like, a, I'd love to send you a coupon in the mail and then you could purchase online if you don't buy from me in person, kind of thing. Right. So, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Whenever you guys go anywhere in person, if you guys can hear our voices in your head,
1: get emails, right? Yes. Get their emails. Think of it. it. Jacqueline always says it's an exchange. They can't leave. (laughs) (laughs) They can't come in and look at your stuff. Yeah. They can't come in, look in your stuff and then leave without you at least trying to ask them, Hey, can I grab your email? You know? So it's a, it's a, a conversation and an exchange. And this is B2B or B2C,
0: but we're right now talking to you guys about growing your just your general email list. Right. All right. So the second one, which is something that a lot of you probably already know and have subscribed to are opt-ins. But mm-hmm. like there's an email opt-in where you're offering something that exchange, you're offering something
1: in exchange for their email address. Right. right. Totally. I mean, it's like the opt-in, that's the name of it is that they're opting into the email (laughs) list, right? That they're choosing to sign up for your email list. Um, but there's different opt-ins and this is where it switches up with product and service in that it's really important for a product-based business owner to at least have tried the discount. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Sometimes it works in certain uh, for certain products. Sometimes it doesn't. But you need to at least have tried it because the expectation of consumers these days is that there will be some sort of discount that's at least given some time of the year. Right. So,
0: what we want you guys to think about is is that opt-in. So, if you have your own website, let's say you have a Shopify website, and you have that box that pops up, it says. You know, email address in exchange for 15% off your first order and to be updated when we have new releases or to join our VIP membership or whatever you want it to be or feel in your brand's messaging that opt-in. The thing that they're opting in for though is that coupon, that 15% mm-hmm. off, that 10% off, that 20% off your first order. And the return is, is that even if they, they enter it and it goes, thank you. And another thing that people have is no, I don't like discounts. There's like a way to close the box that says Uh like, no, thanks. I don't like discounts. And it's kind of hard sometimes to press that. So that's why they will be like, yeah. And one of them was like, um, no, I don't like saving money. (laughs) (laughs) So you could be, if you've got a a brand that's funny or, so pay attention when you guys are going to new websites, pay attention to the language that they're using in these opt-in boxes. And that's your first way of getting the email address with an opt-in with a Percent off. It's mm-hmm. expected in e commerce. We've had a lot of students that are like, I don't want to give them a discount. I think they're going to, you know, expect discounts. Well, my friends, that's the exchange initially. They
1: already are expecting
0: a discount, <laughs> right? Yeah. If it, the guy next door, probably the majority of you aren't making anything that's like so innovative that they, Can't go somewhere else for it. And even if you are, it's so innovative that they have to be convinced that they want it because they have no proof that they want this in their life. So that discount is your first kind of carrot. The second way that you can do an opt in that's like without a discount sometimes for for a product based business is that you can offer something informational or useful to them. Mm. This may or may not be in that initial opt in that pops up on a site, but if you're selling somewhere else, like let's say you're selling, on Amazon and you're selling a lunchbox kit and you might say, you might send like a card that says like, go to here for a week full of recipes for lunches for your kids. And they will click, they'll, they'll look at that um, packaging insert. They'll be like, Ooh, I want recipes for my kids. They'll type in the email that, that landing page address. And then it'll be like, grab your, you know, e-cookbook for kids for a week enter your email here. And they'll enter their email and then in their inbox, a digital delivery will happen. And that is in support of the product you're selling, right? It's something that your customer is aligned with that
1: you're giving them a free digital download. Right. Um, So in this case, we're kind of morphing to into number three, right? Because you're talking about package inserts. This is literally the more targeted version of like seeing a magazine and, and referring them to a website or them getting a direct mail piece in the mail um, that they get from their, you know, mailbox. And then they open it up and they're like, oh, I can go here and grab this, right? We're using the idea and we're pushing them from the package that you delivered to them. You were the one who put together that package. And then you're saying, hey, go here and you can get this really cool um Extra thing, right? Right. Of them opting into that. Right. And sometimes people do just do coupons again, honestly. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, so before the, the packaging part, because that is number three, as Mina was saying, but before the packaging part, when you're, if you want to give another type of opt in, so the opt in could be join our VIP list, like Sephora has like the VIB or, Right, very important beauty people, insiders. You can have an insider that's an opt in, right? Be the first to know, get an extra discount on, like some sort of membership thing without them paying. That's an opt in. A second thing is like an add on to the product or a support to the product, or like Mina's talked about, she's had for her for little labels, she had a list once that was like how to pack for camp because, Mm -hmm. but, but. It might be if it might be a link on her site or like something that 's like actually a blog, but it 's a thing that they they press on and then they have to give their email address to get that download, or it could be something even on Pinterest where you 're doing images on like free list for packing for camp and they click on it and it brings them back to your website where they have to enter their email address to get that download
1: right and um, I want to preface this with um, It has to be enticing enough for them to want to go to a site and to put in their email address. The camping thing, they enjoyed it because it was an experience thing that they got to do with their kids. Right? It's a big deal to send your kid off to camp, especially for the first time. Um, But not all opt-ins are created equal. Sometimes it's not enough for somebody to want in order for them to go to the site, type it in the URL, and put in their email address. But here's the thing: even if you get three people, five people. 10 people. It's so important to cast that net, you know, because imagine that's from probably a little bit of effort, but, you know, that could roll into more people and more people. This is a long term play. Email is not something that's like super easy to do as far as, hey, I'm going to get a whole bunch of emails and they're all going to buy from me immediately. So this is a strategy that is it a part of building your business and so even if it is you know like i said three emails or five emails that's awesome because typically emails cost very they're very expensive to get a lead
0: yeah and if you guys have never run an ad campaign before where you're actually paying for leads and you have no idea what it costs to just like mina says cast that net and then convert people from actually just being a part of that net you know when you guys see an ad on instagram for like a pair of shoes mm-hmm. and then you click on it That costs that person money to click on it, but they don't even get your email address unless you actually purchase the shoes, right? So think about all the people that might click and don't buy and like how much it costs every time for that to be visible to thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people. So, all right, so let's jump in from that classic opt in. So you can have the opt in on your Shopify site, for example, or the opt in can be some sort of landing page in a way if there's like a free downloadable, because if you're don't have a website that you're selling on specifically, but you're still trying to build your list, that might be an option. So then the next part goes through your packaging or your packaging inserts.
1: Right. This is um, kind of how we were explaining it just a bit ago. But the idea is really just to try to capture their emails because they're on perhaps a different platform, right? So if they're on Etsy and you're sending stuff out to them, or if they're on Jane and they're a flash sale, or if they're on Amazon and you're fulfilling yourself... To get a package insert in the mail within that package would be a way for them, for you to bring them to your platform, which is your website, right? Or if you don't have a website yet, it's to your email list. And so you can have an email list without having your own website. You just have it in MailChimp or whatever else, you know, Clavi, these are email service providers. But um, the point is, is that you're bringing them into your world so you're not reliant on those other platforms to always have those people, right?
0: Yeah. You hear a lot of people talk about how you can't build on borrowed land. These other platforms, we call them OPPs, other people's mm-hmm. platforms are not our own. And so if they were to shut you down, if they were to close down your store, if they were to go under, what do you do, right? That was your that was where you were selling. So if you have a way to capture email addresses to at least contain them, even if you did no marketing to them, but you had this email list, you know that if something, heaven forbid, happened to your your store on another person's platform, that you could easily email them and be like, hey, we're no longer on Etsy, but come on over here. Now, Etsy, we want you guys to follow all the rules and terms and conditions of different sites like this. But sometimes people offer, like, again, we talked about like a free download, like get your free recipe card or get your five tips to getting your kid dressed in the morning in the packaging, let's say that on Etsy, um, to be able to then get that person to take, make that click and give you their email address without pulling people away to your website to buy. Hey friends. Okay. So did you know that the second week of June is recognized as national email week? I mean, how perfect is that? Cause the second week of June is also my birthday. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know, that emails pricing and emails are my two biggest things, but national email week, right? And email marketing has a 42 times return on every dollar spent. Okay. So every dollar you put in, okay, again, not good at math here, but let's say for every $1 you put into your email marketing, you should get $42 back. I hope I'm right on that one. Okay. Okay. I've got my six-year-old nodding at me that I'm right. Okay. So email is a vital part of all businesses, especially product business owners like yourself. But here's the big thing. Here's the thing I think that gets in all of your way before you send one, you need a list build. But second, a lot of people say, what content do you use and how do you optimize your email marketing? So my friends, you're in luck because we've put together a bundle of our favorite email courses specifically for you to know just what to say and how to get the best return on your investment, right? How do we get that $42 back in your pocket? Yes. Okay. So inside the email marketing bundle, you're going to get 101 email marketing campaigns and subject lines. You don't have to come up with these subject lines and campaigns yourself. We're giving them to you and it's plug and play and you can choose which holidays you're going to send them for. We're also going to give you 24 tested and easy ways to grow your email list, because I know you all could be doing better at growing your email list. Also, you're going to get email templates and swipe files. So you don't have to come up with this all on your own. We're going to put that in there for you that you're going to get email templates and swipe files, as well as a bunch of done for you emails. All right. This is, this is a bundle we've never offered before. So happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. I want you to build your email list and send the emails. So we know your time is valuable, but we also know how important email marketing is if you can tell from my excitement here. And so we want to help you save time, make money, start building that list, start sending the emails, no excuses. Let's do this. Okay. So we put all of these together never before in this bundle. You can get it right now. If you click the link in the show notes or head to the productboss.com slash email bundle. Again, the productboss.com slash email bundle to get started today. No excuses. For my birthday present, can you all send an email for me and make some money in the emails, right? Forget social media. Let's do it through our emails. Again, it's the slash email bundle. I cannot wait to see you inside. We're so excited to get this to you. All right, friends. Thanks so
1: much. Yeah. Right, and this is really the idea of the insert, right? Because I know inserts are actually okay with Etsy. So if you're fulfilling those orders, you should not be emailing them and saying, "Hey, come over to my website." You can have a footer, at least what from a, what I understand, um, in your description that says, "Hey, sign up here," and it's just a link. Um, you can't actually say, "Come over here," as far as like emailing them individually. You can't just take their email, but you can have an insert. An insert is okay, and that's the package insert that's delivered to them, and they have the choice whether or not they want to go to your website or not. Right. And so then the, I, here's my question really quick about the footer
0: is, can they say, join my email list to get you know, 10% off your next Etsy order?
1: I know they can say, um, join our, my email list. I don't know about the 10% off, though I have seen people do it. Um, and then there's the option to click this the whole reason is is because then they have the option of whether or not they want to click, right? Whereas like Etsy doesn't want you to be the one taking action and emailing them without approval. you know right. so that's just another way to
0: gain a list because I know a lot of you do sell on Etsy, for example, and that's a way to offer a coupon even to for them to buy again on the platform because I know a lot of you we have a couple students that we work with that are multi-million dollar businesses that only sell on Etsy. So we're not saying that you ever have to go off of it, but your list is yours. So figure out your way to do it. And one of those ways is through packaging.
1: Right and but stay on Etsy. Absolutely stay on Etsy. Yeah. You know, um like you, it that whole saying of don't build on somebody else's land. Definitely build on somebody else's land, but build your own house too on your own land, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so so if anything happens to that other house on that other land, you're you're okay.
0: Put it on a trailer so you can wheel that <laughs> out of there if you don't have that land. It's but true. I mean that's it really is your backup, right? Cuz if you guys ever had the idea of wanting to sell your business, like if you wanted it to be something that someone could buy out from under you, they that you do like they're not going to probably buy an Etsy shop. They need to buy something that can stand on its own. So a lot of you, your long term plan might be that you are on Etsy, but then you might be scaling part of your business to sell on other platforms, right? Like, mm-hmm. or to, or to eventually build your own Shopify site. Um, we have a lot of people that we work with right now that are Etsy, but they've taken like really good products and moved them to Amazon, or really good products and moved them to Wayfair, but they're not doing their entire collection, or they're on Shopify site. So as you're building your revenue, making sales, doing all this stuff, we still want you to gain email addresses. Cuz guess what? If you are on Etsy and now you're on Wayfair, you can email your whole list and
1: say, "Hey, we're on Wayfair. Like check us right. out. Go buy." It's true. And and you know, your email list is your asset, you know. Yes.
0: When I cuz we started with me saying about selling your business and they want to yes. know what your assets are and your customer list is an asset. It is. Right. Okay, so let's, speaking of other people's platforms, let's move over to Instagram. (laughs) Definitely not something we can control and it's super frustrating. (laughs) But But Instagram and Facebook, but um, Instagram's another way for you guys to build your list. So- Yeah, I mean, these are tools. So exactly. So on Instagram, for example, one thing that we fully believe in as such a useful tool within the tool of Instagram is DM. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have 10,000 or more followers, it's hard. You don't have the swipe up feature. Um, There's ways that you have to get super creative. So you could do, um, what is it? The little question box where it's like, ask me a question. And you could post that little question box on something and be like, um, flash sale to everyone on Instagram. Give me your email address and I'll send you a 50% off coupon right Mm -hmm. now in the DM.
1: right? Right.
0: And then all of a sudden, like you put Flashtail and anyone that follows you will give you their email address. And then you'll just, you'll put that into your email list and then you'll email them like the 50% off or you'll DM them and email them. Um, Candels did that during Black Friday. They had a 30% off Black Friday, but on Instagram, they posted, anyone that posts this image and tags us, we'll send you a code in the DM for 35% off. That wasn't a way to build their list but if I purchased, I would be on their list. That's one thing. You could also do it the other way of like tag us and we'll email you a coupon code and it would have been an extra step. But if you don't have a ton of followers, you can always just then go in and be like, what's your
1: email address? Let
0: me send you that discount.
1: Right. I mean, I love that because people are not going to like, let's say you're on Facebook and you say, leave a comment with your email. They're not going to comment. And same with, um, Instagram, leave a comment with your email. They're not going to, but the DMS are very special. Just like the, the Facebook messenger, nobody gets to see those besides your own very own eyes. So you can say, what's your email? I'll send it to you. And people feel like, Oh, um, I'm not having to put my email put where blast. anybody yeah, put it on blast or everybody can steal my email basically, you know?
0: <laughs> um, exactly. So, you that know, there's also like we use text magic when we're in launch for um, let's say multi shoe machine and that's another thing that like you could say like you could even be in your bio text da 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 for the discount and like you could text someone and get that email address but I digress the thing is is that Instagram you have these ways to engage with your customers on a personal level where they feel like it's personal. And you can ask for the email in exchange for something, right? And that exchange is usually a discount, right? Or send me your email address and um, you, get, you get a gift with purchase, you know, something, something that's a freebie or an offer to them that they want to exchange.
1: Yeah. It's like practically like the next step back from being in person from them because you can ask them and they're, you basically know that they are right there. Do you guys even know that? If you guys have talked to us on Instagram,
0: please come over. <laughs> hello at the—I mean, not hello at at the product <laughs> on Instagram. Mina and I are on there using using it. We're we're asking you questions. We're not actually. Her and I don't really collect emails on there because we have other. That's not part of our strategy. But we're on there chatting with people, leaving them voice messages, sending them videos, um, having so much interaction in the DM. And we're a service business. So we're coming at this from a service side, but for you guys as product people, there's some really cool ways you can do it. So just get creative and just take it to the DM, right? So offer something in exchange for something and collect their email addresses and plug those into your email list.
1: Yeah. I love that idea that you had about, Hey, flash sale, send me your email and I'll send you the code right now.
0: Yeah. And you know where I get inspired from that actually is when Twitter first started. And I always talk about Southwest Airlines because I feel like Southwest was super innovative then. And it was a time that Twitter and they were some of the first brands on Twitter. Now, we're not saying do this now because Twitter's kind of changed. But it was if you followed Southwest, they would have flash sales only for for Twitter. And it'd be like, any Twitter followers right now, use code X to get X off your flight. Mm -hmm. So you start to create this like loyalty or this idea of like, if I follow you and I'm paying attention to you, I can actually get a discount by following you specifically and engaging with you.
1: Yeah. And then that thing, um, that's because with Twitter, things are happening in real time, right? Where, uh, um, and then same with Instagram. It's There's a reason why it's called Instagram because it's instant, right? Yeah. Um, whereas like the podcast, 20 weeks later. <laughs>
0: Well, we have a lot of people that discover us and then go back and binge listen or listen to a lot of them. So it's not always real time unless you are, you know, subscribed and even listening for a while. You guys are, you know, waiting for your podcasts to drop on certain days. So that's Instagram. So let's move over to Instagram stepsister. (laughs) (laughs) The redheaded one. (laughs) We love redheads here. Let's just go to the (laughs) stepsister.
1: (laughs) I yes, it is out. because they are stepsisters. That's right. No, actually, it would be her stepmom. Because it's her stepmom, you're right. And yeah, because yeah, Facebook, Facebook stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn off our ads.
0: <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, so we're going to Instagram stepmom, who is Facebook. And Facebook has um, really leaned into Facebook groups lately. Mm-hmm. And we're really loving figuring out how to get people's emails based off a Facebook (laughs) group. Right. (laughs) Right. So not all of you need a Facebook
0: group. And if you're in our Facebook group, you know, like it's a, there are big communities to manage. There's, it's another place that you have to show up to support a community. But some of you have businesses that hundred percent could have a Facebook group built around it. Right. And already do. Yeah. So what are some ideas or some product based businesses
1: that would have a Facebook group? Well, if it's for them to Enter, for instance, you could prompt them to put in their email address. Now, to make this all nice and uh, whatever that thingy is legal, right? Uh, where it's compliant, we have our whole spam policy in that question. You know, <laughs> so it's like um, here's the link to actually the, it's linkable. Um, you can have your link there. It's like www for slash privacy policy or something. I can't remember what ours is specifically, but we say, when you put in your email, you are opting into our newsletter. You can get out at any time. We'll never spam you. Um, here is a direct link to our uh, privacy policy. And they, they, I mean, it's a very long question. And they talk to them or not if they put in their email address. So,
0: so that's the way to enter a group, right? So you can have a right. locked group that's not that's discoverable, but you can't, not everyone can get in unless they answer yeah, certain questions. Yeah, a closed questions. group, right? Is a it closed, closed group. or secret? Yeah. I wouldn't... You don't have to yeah, be secret because you may it's want closed. to be discoverable. Yeah. Yeah. But they have to give you their... They have to answer three questions and usually need to be reviewed to be accepted. And one of those questions could be, what is your email address to join? But what What I was asking you before you jumped into that was what kind of business could use a Facebook group? Because not everybody... Like if you have a candle company, we're not telling you to go create a... a Facebook group because maybe it's not the thing that you have um, for your business. This might not be one of the ways that you build your list. But like one of our client, one of our old students, like she has um, CBD. She sells CBD oil, and she has a group about like her business CBD, and people join because they want to know the uses of CBD. And so it's like a the group is useful in
1: discussion and support around using the CBD oil, right? Yeah, I think the most um successful businesses that do well on Facebook groups are the ones that have subcultures to them. Mm-hmm. So for instance, um if it's people that are really into dogs, or I know of a company that they're um they sell bento box accessories and there's a whole subculture that's obsessed with bento boxes, right? So they talk about recipes and lunches and you know what they're putting in their bento box, you know, things that are super interesting to them. So, I would say those are the best ones that have, you know, for some, for example, there's a lot of clean beauty that's on there and that's super useful and has a subculture of all these people that want to get into clean beauty. Also, probably vegan people, I would guess. I don't know, just anybody really.
0: Right. So, again, this is Facebook groups are another type. We have somebody that um, sells, they're not flash sales, but they're almost like live QVC HSN type sales. And mm-hmm. they have a Facebook group specifically for that, that if you're in this group, then you can, um, you can go live in that group and sell to them. Right. I know a lot of LuLaRoe people used to do Facebook groups with videos, um, that they would have like a closed Facebook group, but you had access, like early access to stuff. So depending right. on who your customer is and like what, like you said, that subculture or culture around
1: it is, um, there might be a use for a Facebook group. I think yours, when you're mentioning that one, is more like time sensitive and it's like the HSN and you're showing up for them and this it's like exclusivity um, where like the one that I'm mentioning, for instance, and it's the other fold of that is the interest-based, right? People that are interested in a certain thing and you putting out content in a way and making it useful to them. Um, so there's any there's different forms of intention behind these. Um, yeah. Lula Road did really well with that because it was like, you got to be part of like, quote unquote, like unboxings in a way of them getting their inventory and being like, oh, I want that black, opaque tight, like the, like the unicorn. Right. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So um shout
0: out to Alice U who sent me a pair of those back when I first started working with her um like 4 years ago before I even knew what Lululemon was and and then I found out that those were unicorns like the black mm-hmm.
1: one. right because all the other ones are like really um you know patterns, so yeah. that's where it's like it is like QVC and HSN. It's time based, and you know you're getting those people to show up with you time and time again. Um, and then there's the interest based ones, which are like you know, hey, into Harry Potter or Benzo boxes or um, I don't know, like clean skincare or all these different interests. Yeah, you know? and and if you
0: okay, so there's a couple things here, right? So if you and Facebook. Is leaning into groups right now. Like that is what, if you guys watched the Super Bowl, there was a Facebook group ad. If you drive through New York City or go through the Lincoln Tunnel as you're leaving New Jersey to go to New York City, there are billboards advertising Facebook groups. So if it is something that you feel like applies to your business, Facebook's telling you that they're helping or wanting people to have groups. And that's what they're encouraging because, and that's where they're seeing the trend of the platform going. So if it's something that you feel like is applicable to your business, it's another way. And remember to that exchange to get into the group, they need to give you their email address, but have your spam policy or your email list policy that you're, they're choosing to opt in.
1: Right.
0: So the final way that we think is an easy way for you guys to
1: get more email subscribers are giveaways. Right. So giveaways are not for everybody. I will tell you that because giveaways take a bit of work, um, but sometimes they like hit it out of the park for certain brands, you know? Mm -hmm. So the easy way to do this is there's this one um, app called King Sumo. The reason why I don't like King Sumo is because it doesn't allow you to capture the first name. You can only capture the email address, but it's free and you get a landing page and you get your giveaway and then you promote everything you can about that giveaway on Instagram, on um, your Facebook group, let's say, or and, you know, even on your homepage, on your website, or even in person or whatever it is. And it allows you to give away or to promote a giveaway by having a landing page that's automatically there.
0: Right. So if you guys had followed us for a while, um, we had done a giveaway with Bumpin' Blends, who was on the podcast. And sometimes you'll see giveaways on Instagram that are tag us, follow us, tag someone else that you like and be entered to win, right? And that's literally for Instagram follows um, and engagement. But another way to do it, even if you did do it on Instagram, because you wouldn't send the email because Mm -hmm. you're emailing the list that you're trying to grow. So um, you might do it on another platform, for example, like Instagram, where you do a beautiful image and you're like, this is a giveaway. Um, Click this link or click link in bio to enter. Mm-hmm. And that would take them to this other landing page, which is what we did with Bump and Blends, where people put in their email address to be entered to win one week of uh, frozen ice cubes that are smoothies ultimately. So, That is a way to do a giveaway, even using a platform like Instagram to grow your list with some sort of giveaway, which kind of cycles back to where we started with, with in-person with that giveaway exchange, but that was in-person. So how do you take that virtual? Right.
1: This is totally the social version of it, right? Because you get extra entries if, you know, they share it on Facebook or they share it on I don't know if there's an Instagram feature um, in the free one or not, but basically if you share it, you get more entries and it, it's a way to go viral in a sense. Hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or it's just a way for people to share if they want to via whatever social app and it just makes it easy. So let's go back to what are you giving away?
0: Well, you know, we've all seen those giveaways that people are giving away an iPad and you're like mm-hmm. tag someone and enter to win. Well, everyone and their moms are going to try and win an iPad. And again, that may not be your customer. So when you're trying to build your list, guys, it's not about numbers. Sometimes Instagram sometimes feels like numbers, right? You want a lot of numbers. But your email list should be qualified people that you will convert from your list to warm leads to that will convert into customers that will then convert into returning customers. That is your whole goal with your list. Not just to fill it because who cares if you have 30,000 people on your list, but 29,000 of them are just they've come because you've given away a car, not your customers. But if you have 30,000 people on your list and 29,000 of them are because you have worked really hard to build that list and that they are interested in your products, then those are your customers and you just have to keep marketing them and selling to them.
1: Right. I see a bunch of giveaways for like $500 Target. You guys, everybody loves Target. You're going to get so many people and you're probably going to get their spam email that they don't check very often. Right. (laughs) So I would say just try to make it really, um, you know, it's like, I, the ones that I see have done really well. I saw this one that was like for fishing gear. I was like, so smart because they're targeting men who are into the outdoor sports, you know? And so, um, just try to align it with the customer that you eventually want to sell to. And um, that way, I mean, it's a win-win for both for both sides. Right.
0: So if you guys were like, all right, fine, I'll do it on Instagram, you could also send it to your list, even if your list is small, 25, 50 people. But what you would say in your email would be like, hey, we're doing a giveaway and we're doing this giveaway for your friends and family. Forward this email to them as well to have them enter to win X sort of thing. So if you needed or wanted to use that, also don't forget about your friends and family. Like always ask them to share stuff. They're your biggest supporters typically or like they're the closest people to in the circle. So also with giveaways, you can do collaborative giveaways. I know a lot of people in our community are doing they are aligning with that they have similar customers and they might be doing a giveaway where all of them are contributing something to the giveaway and they are each posting that Right, and so when you enter your email address to win that giveaway, the whole group of them shares that that email
1: address list. So then they each can plug it into their emails. Right, but you have to be sure that that person that opted in knew that they were all they were subscribe opting into all those all people's list. email lists. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that there's some gray area in that now, whereas there wasn't before a couple years ago. Right, so I would say be careful. Know that. Um, they have to know that, you know, like just make it in the disclaimer that's very apparent to read. Otherwise you could just take that email list and, and put it into Facebook and retarget those people. You know, it's right. the opt-in part that I want to make sure that they're, it's clear that they know that they're opting in.
0: Yeah. So if they go to that landing page to opt in on there, you could say you're subscribing to be on our email list for this company, this company, this company, and this company mm-hmm. in order to win.
1: Right. And a lot of times it's like people will say you're... um you're subscribing and, and for all the giveaway partners, uh-huh. you know? And so then they're like, oh, then they see all the logos of all the partners. They know, <laughs> they know who they are. So. <laughs> so if you start to get emails from them,
0: you know why. So that is our way to build your list. And ultimately, I know I've said it a bunch of times, but it's the exchange. So what we, got, what we want you to think about is, is what can you offer them in exchange for their email address? Get creative. You know, think about it. If you're in our community, keep that discussion going. Ask each other what each of you are doing, because there's like thousands of product based businesses in there. Um, and I think I think that this is on your way to understanding that you need a list. And so, no matter what you do, when you show up, think of opportunities in which you can continue to build that. Want to hang out with us over on Instagram? We'll see you at the Product Boss on Instagram. Yeah. Thanks, everybody.